Blog Talk Radio. Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Good morning. It's uh, July 8th early morning. Well, not so early, just just in the West Coast, 9.30 out here. Um, today I have a very nice, interesting guest that I got the pleasure to meet personally uh, some weeks ago at the Cine Gear Expo uh, in Paramount Studios here in Los Angeles, California. He goes by the name of Art Bonilla, um, an actor, you know, from here, from the West Coast. But uh, I mean, he's been known for many other things, uh, many roles. He has a lot 
in, in his pocket. And I'm wondering, I'd like to get, uh, for you guys to get to know him, and I'd like to get to know more about him myself and what uh, what he's had to go through in his career. So, um, buenos dias, Art. Good morning. Good morning, Sasha. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for your time this morning. Uh, very welcome, and thank you, thank you very much for inviting <laughs> me to your show. I'm okay. so glad that you were able to come to our screening over there at the Cinegear. Oh, it was a pleasure. And uh, by the looks of it, let's, since we started off with that boat, um, uh, this film is called, uh, it was about a barber, you know, that, and it's, yes. it, and it had some, some reality, uh-huh, a contrapelo. Um, it had some reality, obviously very realistic, um, about <coughs> what happens, you know, I guess in, in that life. Um, eh, explícanos un poco más de, de, de ese cortometraje and um, what you had to go to prepare yourself as an actor because it was a very serious role for you. There was a lot of emotion behind your eyes the whole film, <laughs> even though it was a short. It was very, you know, it was bien impactante. So um, it, it I guess wherever, wherever you, uh -huh. so wherever you want to start off, buddy. You know, how, how does that well, go? Well, okay, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start you from the, from the beginning. Uh, I was called by by the director, uh, Garrett Danadal Coser. Uh, mm -hmm. I was driving, and he, I got a call. He ended up, he told me that he, he had somebody, some casting has given him the name, but I found out later on when we were at the Tureka Film Festival that um, we were at the Q&A that he actually, the way he found out is that he saw, he saw some, of my, uh, um, some of my reel on uh, on the Internet. And then mm -hmm. he liked he liked what I'd done, and especially that I had the North Northeño accent, you know, because that's what he was looking for. People with that regional accent, of that of part of Mexico, the northern part of Mexico, it's it's very distinct. And I can mm -hmm. bring it, put it on and off, or, or do another accent, but that's my natural accent in Spanish. And um, so he called me, and and he started explaining that he had this 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 short that he wanted to do. For, he's a student from AFI, American Film Institute, and uh, it sounded really interesting. And, but uh, but just the way he was explaining it to me, I said, I, I one one time I stopped him. I go, wait, wait, do you speak Spanish? And claro que sí. And then he started talking like like his real emotions. So I, I right off right off the bat, I liked the guy, you know. So we met. He sent me the script. I really liked it. Um, like you said, it's 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 about a proud bar, Mexican barber. He's got his own, you know, little barber shop that, that uh, and he takes a lot of pride in in, in doing uh, doing the, his his work. And he's got a young son, a 15 year old that. That he's teaching the ropes to, and you know, as in, in all barber shops, there's there's always a lot of people hanging around, um, just hanging out. They get their haircut, you know, you know, they get their, they still hang around and they talk whatever the topic is, a game or politics or whatever. And it's the usual mm -hmm. people, the usual people that hang out in the place, and there's some old folks that hang out at the barber shop, friends and stuff, and um, and he's he's very, uh, you know, uh, how can you say he's very. Uh, Upset about what's happening with the with the cartels in, in Mexico, you know that uh, all this killings and necessary killings of other innocent bystanders, you know, people getting killed and heads being chopped and, and thrown at the plazas, you know, for the people to to see that just intimidate the people and it's, it's very you know scary. So at one point they get into this conversation and he finds out that one of his assistants are um, is, is is holding one of those medallions that, that, that represents the. the the cartel, which is called the Santa Muerte, it's the same that the, the cartel uh, people, you know, uh, wear, you know, proudly uh, tattoos or, or medallions, and and he gets he just mm -hmm. 
he blows a gasket and he starts telling the kids, he says, listen, you're not going to wear this around my shop, blah, blah, blah. He starts telling them. And, and, uh, and then the kid rebels against him. And, you know, he gives him, the, you know, the barber, he gives him an ultimatum. Um, so either you take that off or you, or, you, or you get the hell out of here. And the kid just decides to, to walk out. And uh, at that point, you know, he, he just, he's really upset because he, he's trying to bring this other kid, you know, the, the, the selfer, get him out of the, the, the slumps and, and out of that mentality, you know. Uh, and he chooses to go that, that route. At one point, uh, without him, he's talking to the other customers. They're telling him, you know, don't worry about it. Well, now, you know, what, what's going to happen now? Just, well, you know, I tried, I tried my best, but you can't fix, you know, rotten apples. And then, I don't want to tell you the whole story of the film, but at, at one point, then yeah. after that, he gets kidnapped, and then the whole trauma really begins between him and the couple. Um, yeah, it, 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 is, it was quite an ironic turning point. <laughs> It is, and, and you know what? It was beautifully managed. Like I said, the script was great. Uh, we really got into our characters, and by that, when I said that, it's, you know, I, I was born and raised in Tijuana, Mexico, uh, until I was, you know, 16. But then when I got out of the service, uh, most of my family lives in San Diego, so I still have relatives in Tijuana and stuff, so, you know, go, go there all the time, you know. Um, and I got to meet a lot of newer friends as an adult. You know, so when I say adult, I'm saying when I was 22 and everything else, I got out of the, out of the service, out of the Air Force, and I went back to college. And I would go there, and, and, and I met a lot of friends. And I, at one point, I met a, a cartel couple. This guy was younger than me. This guy was 22 years old. And I knew him because he was, uh, he was the cousin of one of my best friends uh, in, in Tijuana. And we hung out when we partied. But this, this, this cousin of his... Um, he was a he was a really wild guy uh, that that he was involved in that kind of stuff and and, and it was just I try, I try I stayed away I mean I I say hi and whatever but I didn't want to you know um, socialize with the guy too much because you know there's always trouble with those guys and they always got beefs not with regular mm-hmm. people but with other cartels or the, the, the police or, or or you know somebody's got some kind of you know uh, beef with those those guys because they're dealing with serious serious you know uh, issues. And, uh, you know, sure enough, a few years later, the guy got killed in, with, you know, on a total, you know, type of kind of like a Tony Montana type of thing with some guys with machine guns. He totally reeled his Rolls Royce and, and killed the guy, you know. So all those kind of things, that they, they, brought, they, they brought part of it into this kind of uh, uh, character that I was, I was creating. And also um, the director had a stack of magazines that are made, you know, from Mexico. That they were telling, depicting the cartels as they were happening in this past, you know, three Four, three, uh, you know, three uh, years back, about the, the beefs and, the, and the, the politics that was involved with all these cartels, and it's really, it was very gory, and uh, and, and just just reading that stuff, you get you get a, a sense of it, you know, of what this these guys are all about. Um, it, it's a, it's a serious uh, uh, film, and and people, you know, everybody that's seen it go, geez, I mean, that really had me, you know, sitting on the edge of the seat, you know. Because it's yeah. so so well done, uh, directed <laughs> and, and edited, and, and this, the music and the cinematography. This uh, this girl, uh, Brazilian girl, uh, uh, Carolina uh, Costa. She's a, she's a great DP, oh, you know, yeah. and, and she did a great job. Too. I was amazed when when I seen her. It was because I saw the credit, and I'm like, oh man, just a female. And then I saw her. It was, uh, you yeah. actually introduced me to her, and I'm like, wow. And if you see this girl like I, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know. She's, you know, very petite, you know, very, uh-huh. you know, camadita, awesome. 
My girl really took Yeah, she looks like a, like a little kid sister. You know, she's like a little kid yeah. sister. She's really petite and cute. But she's a, a firecracker. I mean, you should see her when, when there's a, a Brazilian game going on, especially in the World Cup. My God, uh-huh. she's just intimidating. That's what I heard from some that watch her there. But uh, it was awesome. She, she's very talented, very talented uh, young girl. She's also a graduate. You know, it's funny. All those uh, guys, the director, uh, Garrett, Daniel Alcocer, uh, uh, Pinchin Liu, the, the co-producer, Molo Alcocer, mm-hmm. the cousin, also a producer, and Carolina Costa, the DP, they're all graduates. And also the co-writer, uh, 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 Lishka. Uh, she's French, mm-hmm. I think French, Russian, or something like that. She's also, uh, 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 you know, the co-writer. They're all graduates of that of that class. So that was a very talented group of people that that worked on this thing, you know. And uh, you know, I was fortunate that I was invited to to work on it. And, and we did the first year uh, uh, version of this when he was on his uh, when he just started, and that opened uh, a lot of the eyes on the, the the school, the faculty, and stuff like that. You know, they really so there's somebody to check out. This this kid's really talented. So he decided to do this project outside of AFI. You know, they raised their own funds so mm-hmm. they could own the, the rights of the film. And then they just, they just started, like, like, like I was telling you, on, uh, on the New York uh, uh, Tobacco Film Festival, you know, and that was a world premiere. And now it's going to be, uh, at the end of this month, it's going to be at the Vegas, uh, Las Vegas uh, Film Festival from the 30th to the 3rd of August. It's going to be there. And, and it started, it's just starting its, 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 uh, you know, its festival run. And then mm-hmm. you know, but like you said, when you saw it over there at the at the um, at the Cine Gear at Paramount Studios, it it won um, Best Independent Short and also the Audience Award. So we were very proud. I mean, uh, I had some friends. I had a friend, a director friend that came from uh, from uh, Chicago. I did a film with him last year, and also the cinematographer who was uh, you know Bruce Logan, who was one of the DPs of uh, of, uh, of uh, Stanley Kubrick's uh, 2001 Odyssey. So mm-hmm. this guy's a really talented, you know, and he saw he saw the short, and he right away he wrote me and says, "Listen, I I really uh, congratulate you because I know now I know why they won, you know, best short and stuff like that. He really liked the cinematography, and when you get a compliment like that from from somebody that, of that caliber, you go, wow, that's really cool, you know. And because you know I've, I've been doing this for years, and I've been working, you know, I got I got three feature films on, on the can right now, but this little short, yeah. I mean, believe it or not, it's got to be really excited, you know. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, well, it's a it, lot of fun it, when you when you get to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, even though it's a short, it doesn't matter. Um, obviously, as an actor, you're always very proud of whatever work that gets recognized. And, and let me tell you, Art, you know, um, I, I might not have seen much of your, your past work, but this, this, this was really impressive, and, I, and everybody felt it. And um, it's funny because we're, we're, we're talking about guys uh, where this film was particularly screened, uh, the Senegal Expo. Um, it was it was a set of what was it like five six uh, shorts, and his was the first. Then there was a couple, and some of them were like, oh, some of them were like, okay. And then the last one, the very last one, okay, you remember Halima or something like that? It was called. Um, I was very. Um, um, it was very important right too. Oh, it, it, it was well, the one with the African uh, child, and she goes to look for water. Oh, the kid, she the kid, and she gets lost. Right, right. That that was impactful. Yes, that that was really. Yeah, that was uh, very sad, like, very they, touching. Yes, so it was like his and that one at the end, and I was like, wow. <laughs> and you know, you're here having to vote for like the best, and I'm like, you know what, you're sick. You know, this one, it's, you know, it is the fact that it's a child and it's, you know, it's more emotional in that whole sense that, you know, 
when you look at certain films as an actor, you're going to look at it as an actor. When you're when you're a filmmaker, you're going to look at it as that. So, like, everybody has a different point of view when they look at the films. But even though I really thought that this one was most impactful, you know, and, it, and it's not to make you feel prideful. I, this is just really, you know, my honest opinion. Um, great film. I, I, you know, I'm I, sure that you guys I will appreciate continue this. to be great. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I, I appreciate it. No, you know what? It, it's it's always like that. It's it's uh, you know it's a nail biting uh, kind of intense when you look at other films and stuff, and you, you recognize you know when they're when they're really good. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. Uh, when we were in Tureka on our on our on our group of, of shorts, it was like I think six shorts. It was called the Handle with Care uh, uh, group, mm-hmm. and um, they, I wasn't there for the premiere because I said, okay, I'm, I want to cover. Because yeah, the film had uh, five screenings or four screenings, but the premiere was on a Friday, and then the rest of the, the three other screenings were during the week, you know, until till the way to the end of the festival. And I go, you know what? I'm going to go to cover the last three screenings because I can't stay in New York for that long, you know, 10 days. I can stay there, you know, six days. So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't there for the premiere. And on the premiere, uh, Ang Lee was there, you know, the, the Oscar winning director mm-hmm. from, uh, you know, uh, Crouching Tiger and uh, Brokeback Mountain, uh, Life of Pi, and they, they, uh, after this, after they screen all, all five of them, you know, of course the press was going to be there and stuff because there's some some other you know VIPs and stuff that they saw Ang Lee and then they, they started uh, interviewing and the pictures are flashing and stuff, and he came directly and he he, he talked. They got to, to, together with the producer who's also you know happens to be Chinese, Bin Chin Lu, and. Uh, and he congratulated her, and he says, "Congratulations on a great job. Your film has a lot of potential. I mean, you guys are very talented." And he gave her all kinds of compliments, you know, and and just mm-hmm. happened to be that that uh, Taiwan TV was there, and they so they did an in-depth, you know, article and and uh, not article, an interview on both of them, and they showed the clips, you know, of the film and stuff. So it was really great to get a, an acknowledgement like that from that caliber of a director, you know, for a short. And um, and then when I got there. Uh, I was I watched the shorts and stuff. I was like, okay, well, that's that's great. You know, it's really good. But you know, I didn't want to be biased. But then the <laughs> other people from the screenings kept coming up to us. I go, this is dude, you're short. I mean, I told my other directors, I don't know what the hell we do with competing against this. This one's like a feature film. He goes, like, this is intense. Yeah. This is so well shot. The, the acting, and I, it almost kind of felt like they say in Spanish, pena ajena. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, I kind of feel like you're like, oh, kind of a little embarrassed. Uh, but it was it was another another a film that was done by the Irish uh, director stuff, and that one of the main actors came up to us. This dude, I told my directors, "What are we doing competing against these guys? You know, it's like uh, you're 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 short. This is the best. Oh, you know, so it, it was really uh, really a lot of compliments that we got throughout. You know, the Q and A that people were watching because it was, the screens, the, the, the theaters were filled up. You know, so it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. It. It's nothing like watching a film like that on the big screen. You know, and it's it's really really intense, and you you've seen it. I mean, you saw it, that screen wasn't that all that big. When you see it on a big theater screen, I mean, it really uh, it's very impactful, very powerful. Uh, especially those. I don't we don't want to give it away, but those scenes in when I'm given the 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 shave, right? I mean, that's <laughs> it's, it's yeah. pretty pretty tough. No, it is, and it, and it, okay. So uh, I know that. At, to this point in life, there's not many people that are fans of short films or indie films, but still, um, this film right here shows you that it is not necessary, that you can get the point across, you know, the whole idea. This movie could, could have very well been a feature, a lo mejor llega a ser un feature, quien sabe, pero 
you can, yeah. the point was, was given in those 15 minutes, you know. The whole essence of the mm-hmm. story was there. Like, no need to be longer. It's, it's just there, and, and, and it worked. You want to? Um, yeah, I know that let's keep moving, you know, uh, definitely, I don't know if there's anywhere that people can watch this film, if, um, if your team has decided to publish it anywhere, or probably since it's still in a festival run, it has to kind of just stay that way. It hasn't been, Right, um, uh, until they finish the festival run, it will probably be uploaded to its website, so people can, can view okay. it there on HD, uh, you know, their computers and stuff. Okay, and do you have the website for, uh, for this film, Contrapelo? Well, it's, it's contrapelo.com uh, film, or in Facebook, it's contrapelo film. You, you see a lot of updates, especially on Facebook, uh, contrapelo film. But uh, uh, like I said, it's doing a festival run, so right now uh, you can't really watch it unless it's playing. Like, it's going to be playing at AFI here in Los Angeles uh, okay. in the, within a month. So they're going to screen it in the big theater. But it's also, like I said, it's just, uh, it's just started the festival run, so now the next festival is Las Vegas Film Festival that it's going to be at mm-hmm. the end of the month from the 30th of July to the 3rd of August. And then um, the producers uh, and uh, the producers and director are pretty busy getting it out there. So it's, it's going to probably go to also some uh, festivals in Mexico too, uh, Morelia, Guadalajara, uh, Guanajuato. You know, Guanajuato's got a huge uh, short film festival that's really, really great. Um, <clears throat> uh, so those kind of festivals and also, uh, you know, Sundance, which we just missed okay. uh, this, earlier this year, but they'll be ready for, for next year. Um, and all those, you know, uh, in New York, uh, what's the other one, uh, the uh, Berlin Festival, all, all those kind of, you know, big festivals. Uh, this film's got a good chance to, to, to go around the world, you know, easily because, like I said, they, they kind of like this kind of uh, uh, topic and also the way it was done. Uh, and, uh, you know, so much I want to brag about it, but it's, it was done really well. Um, no, like yeah. I said, I'm very I proud could, of this for sure. I could definitely see this in, in Cannes también. Is, I mean, I'm sure that's probably a possibility for them. For this right. Week. You know, it, it's funny you mentioned that because yes, yesterday I was shooting a, a music video for the Los Tigres del Norte. Uh-huh. And um, one of the producers was telling <laughs> <Qué bueno>. me. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it was, it was just really a lot of fun. Uh, it was directed by Sergio Arau, who's uh, the son of Alfonso Arau, the actor-director. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. In, in Sergio's directed a lot of music videos. He's a musician himself, you know, from Botita Jerez and, 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 um, and what's the other group that he's got? I forget. Uh, but anyway, he's, he's a rocker, and he's directed a lot of music videos. And he called me, and he says, listen, I want you to play uh, Yareli's uh, husband on this story. And it's a great, great storyline. It's about a troubled kid, you know, that gets involved with the wrong crowd and play the father. So, so anyway, it's a video. And, and when the producer was telling me about, about uh, you know, the Confident Festival has different categories for, mm-hmm. for shorts and stuff. So it's something that, that we might, you know, have to uh, pay attention to, to next year and, and submit it there because, uh, like I said, I think I think a lot of people are going to like uh, this this short. Uh, it's, it, I, I feel, you know, it's got a lot of potential. Um, you know, it's one of those that you really enjoy and you see, wow, this was really well made. And, and, and basically, from what people have seen it so far, I mean, they really, really like the short, you know. Definitely. Y, y bueno, es funny that you mentioned Los Tigres del Norte because, you know, yo soy una cubana y eso no, 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 no me crecí con lo que es la música ranchera y todo eso, pero there's one ranchera band that I know son Los Tigres del Norte. <laughs> Those guys are good. Yeah, global. no, no, I mean, so that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they are, they are. You know, it's, it's, it's a music, it's, it's very specific and stuff, and it's, you know, so always talk about mm-hmm. corridos, this and that and everything. And, and uh and you know the the lyrics on this on this song is, is it's a story it's basically mm-hmm. the story reenacting 
the story about this kid that goes, he's got, they have two sons, one's uh, like 18, the other one's uh, uh, eight, and the older one starts getting, rebelling and stuff like that, he's getting involved with the wrong, wrong crowd, and he starts, you know, getting to uh, 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 buying and selling uh, of weapons and stuff and gets in trouble, and, and then he disappears, you know, he rebels against the fam, the father and mother because, you know, he's, he's, he gets, like I said, involved with the wrong crowd, and, and, and the kid's doing bad in school and stuff, so we're having a, a talk about that, and then he just rebels and goes to his room. You know, he kind of shuts him, uh, the, the parents out of his life, and, and they try to get to him, and it's too late. You know, and the whole song is talking about that while we were enacting all that stuff, all that, you know, the backstory and stuff. So it was really, you know, well done, and, and i really I mean, happy. I mean, like I said, Sergio Arau directed this, and... Um, Yadalia, Mandy, and myself play the parents. So, so no, it's, it's, it was a good, it was a cool, cool thing. But it was funny because the first thing I ever did as an actor was a, a music video, you know. And I'm yeah. gonna date myself, but it was for Kim Carnes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so I don't, you're too young to remember who she was, but I don't know if you ever heard the song "Baby Davis Eyes." Uh, yeah, no? yes, of course. Yes, okay, yes, yes. What was the album after that? The next album is that we we shot that in at that. Uh, what well, was back to A and M Studios over there in uh, the Charlie Chaplin uh, Studios, but that was the first wow. thing I ever did after uh, out of acting school. So <laughs> it's funny now, you know, 27 years later, I'm, I'm doing this, this this music video. But um, you know, uh, yeah, I I I see. You know, just uh, there's a lot I want to get to know. You know, especially especially up on the internet. I see your resume, your IMDb. You've done. I mean, what haven't you done? Um, obviously, you've had a, a you know a long road, and even after everything you've done, you know you continue to you know to, to be uh, acknowledged for your work, and and I and I'm sure that you can never as an artist get ne- never get tired of that. Um, you currently you mentioned earlier that you currently have uh, are working on three feature films, uh, which the names are the the Bufu Crew, Low Flies, and Students Like Us. Um, I don't know how much. And also foreign, foreign, foreign land, Lola's, yeah, foreign land, and Lola's Love Shack, and also The Last Dance. It's a movie uh, that's coming out, you know, for uh, cable. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, it's funny, perfect. and it's, it's like four four films, you know, that uh, they're coming out, and like we here we are talking about a short, you know, <laughs> and they're all pretty good, good pretty good. Like some of them are comedies, and some of them are dramas, you know, uh, and uh-huh. um, and they're all different different characters, totally different characters. Which is the fun of acting, you know. It's I, I mm-hmm. enjoy doing character work, you know, more than just playing the, the nice, you know, blah blah the lead in this. You know, rather do some nice juicy character roles that you get your teeth into. And yeah, like you said, I, you know, these are feature films that are very respectable and stuff, and and and, and they will, you know, it's, uh, some of them are going to come out theatrically, others going to go uh, the cable route or the festival route, others uh, to television. So you know it's, it's the it's the life of the actor, you know. I mean, and I like I said, like you said, I enjoy doing the shorts every now and then because they're quick. You get to shoot them in a few days, and, and you're done with it, you know, as far as your part. But then, mm-hmm. of course, I, I tell I try to teach the, the filmmakers, the young filmmakers, that that the job's not done when you finish, you know, principal photography. You you after you finish it, you, I mean, you have to promote the film as part of the the the, the role of the actor, or the director, or the writer. You have okay. to promote the project because people are not going to know about it. They're not going to come to you. You got to get it out there so they start seeing it, and they, then they'll acknowledge, "Oh, well, that's awesome! I didn't know you did this. I didn't know you, you know, you, you've done this." Well, well, you know, because it always happens. Time is the time is the time. 
you do a, a project, and, and then they come back to you, you know, months later, wow, I just saw you on this thing, and I didn't know. So, yeah. Well, now with the Internet and, and the, this digital era, I mean, it's so easy to, to pass the, to get the word out, you know, uh, and, yeah. and a, lot, a lot easier, and, and, um, and you can make that happen. Uh, and, and then you try to tell it to the young guys, you know, because they, they think that, oh, they're going to come to me. It's, no, they're not going to come to you. You get a, you know, you get your, you put your, your PR hat on and, and get the word out, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Especially when it's good, so. good work. Exactly. Some people, I mean, even though the, the work is great, I mean, it, you never know who, who, who's really watching. So you can't expect that people are going to come up to you, you know. But uh, Right, exactly. But, uh, so, but uh, bueno, is uh, out of all these films that uh, that you're working on right now, or or that have worked on, you know, that that might be coming out later on this year, um, would you like to talk about which one is the one that's, I guess, that's most recent that will be um, out? Well, I, I, I'd like to talk about the one, the, the one, uh, for example, um, Foreign Land. Okay. Foreign Land is a movie uh, that deals with the what that's very current topic, which is the Dream Act. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. And it's yeah. uh, it's uh, in a nut- in a nutshell, it's a story about a young uh, high school kid, uh, a boy that's uh, that excels in, in 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 academics, and he's getting a scholarship to the, to a university. This happens here in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. And um, as he's getting a scholarship, his teacher, the science teacher, is really like pushing for him to 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 get the scholarship, and he's talking to the university and stuff. So he they they set up an interview for him, and they 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 offer him a scholarship, and and he's really excited about it and everything. And then they they ask, okay, we need this this is this paperwork from you. And one of them is the uh, the birth certificate to start processing the, the scholarship and, and the whole enrollment and everything. And he mm-hmm. goes to his mom later on. He says, listen, mom, I need this. This is because he was, he was really excited because he got first of all he got accepted. Then he goes to get the processing paperwork. And when he asked his mom, so I need I need my uh, uh, do you know what you left me? I need my my birth certificate. And then the mom just starts tearing up crying which is played by the Elpidia Carrillo the mom and uh, yeah. and the actor is Jeffrey Jeffrey Licon from the Brothers Garcia uh, and and so he's she starts crying says what are you crying says, and he just he explains to him the whole situation about how they brought him to the states when he was a baby and mm-hmm. so he wasn't born in, in the US and then the father was gonna you know trying to get the paperwork going and then he he, got, he passed away prematurely so then the mom was, you know, she was left, you know, not knowing what to do and everything, and, and she just never followed it through. So now mm-hmm. he's a young adult and stuff, and then at the same time, his girlfriend, uh, which is played by my daughter, Giselle Bonilla, who's also an actress, um, mm-hmm. you know, they graduate at the same time, and they're going to go to the prom together and, because the mom's a seamstress, and she made the dress for the gown for her and everything. So, they, you know, they're pretty close, you know, uh, friends and family and stuff. So when he's... He rides his bicycle to get his, his, his massage for the, the graduation. He comes out of the, uh, the 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 shop and they stole his bicycle. And he's like really upset and he's walking. And then a, a neighbor drops by and asks him what's going on. But he's, this neighbor, the neighbor's kind of like seedy, you know, kind of like a like a cholo, kind of a gangbanger <laughs> type of guy. And uh, she says, "Hey, kid, kid," but he had a lot of respect for him because he knew that he was always, you know, studying and doing that. So he left him alone. He kind of like it was an older guy, right? So he says, what happened? He explains to him, says, don't worry about it. I'll give you a ride. Let me just, I need to see some people here first. And he didn't tell him, but he had a stash in his glove compartment. And when, they, oh, when they're yeah. driving, they get pulled over by the cops. Short story, uh, North, I mean, low story short, they get, they get busted. 
they go through the paperwork, they through the computer, and they find that the, the kid doesn't exist. So then he gets deported, right? So mm-hmm. he gets deported to Tijuana, and that's why you know I run the shelter in Tijuana, which is like a three-day you know place, a shelter that he sets him up, and food and, and everything, and, and then after the third day they they get kicked out because they go, okay, we give, give you three days to situate yourself, either to call relatives on this side of you know the border to come and get you or arrange something, but you're out of here in three days, and that's what happens the next three days, all the trouble that he gets into outside of the shelter. And kind of like mm-hmm. um, my character takes him under his wing, you know, and because he gets he gets mugged and he gets, a lot of bad things happen to the guy. And, and also another friend of his, that by mistaken identity, a girl who gets also thrown out of the country. And so it's really, it's a nice, serious trauma that's very now, you know, with the Dream Act going on. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that I'm really I'm really proud of that movie too. It's called uh, Foreign Land. Um, uh, the other one, uh, well, I mean, uh-huh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just uh, no, tell you, I don't want to talk about it, but it's just it's just um, you know, like I said, this one is the second one that I really I'm really I'm really proud of this this feature film, and also it's going to start this uh, its festival run too, you know. You know, by the looks of the story, there's there's a lot of there's a lot. A lot of moral to the story <laughs> because, folks, you know, oh, yeah. uh, yes, yes. I, I feel like uh, uh, sometimes nowadays we, we just look at movies for entertainment. Uh, some people um, actually try to find the moral in the story. For uh, example, yesterday mm-hmm. I went to a screening, and the película was just entertaining. You know, it was just entertaining. Like, if you really try to break it down, maybe there was a moral in there, but it wasn't really like like there for people to really catch and understand why the movie or the story was made. But um but put a hand for right. well, and it shows you how, how easy it is in life to just stumble and and go from you know, from being in the right path and this and that to then just you know, just all of a sudden just finding yourself and you know, it's a donapala palada but in a shithole. You you know, one day you're great and, and then uh-huh. you know, and then you just don't know como diablo te va pasar por delante. And um well, think, just, just think about it. Just language. Just language itself. I mean, this kid mm-hmm. was raised here in the states. He understood Spanish, but he didn't speak it, right? Mm-hmm. Just like a typical, you know, uh, American kid that you know, he just it's raised with English, of course, in, in the states. He doesn't speak Spanish, and then he goes soon to Mexico, and mm-hmm. that's why you know, when when I'm 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 running the roster. Next, next, then I give them instructions what's going to happen in Spanish. I'm rattling the instructions. You do this, blah, blah, blah. You get two, three meals, blah, 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 blah. And at one point in the middle of it, it goes, goes ah, I don't see Spanish. And, and then all I say is, pobre cabrón. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then I start explaining to him, and, you know, with an accent and stuff like that, you know, this is how you do, blah, blah, blah. And then from then on, you know, I kind of, you know, I give him some advice and stuff, and he, he gets in trouble and he comes back. And we have this. Nice, you know, symbiotic, you know, this kind of relationship that, that, that I kind of, like I said, take him under my wing, uh, and, and I can try to help him, give him the right advice and, and stuff like that. At one point, at one point, he comes in and then he says he wants to work because after three days they're out, but he convinced me that he, he says he could, I can do this and I can do that, I can help you with this, you know, schedule this better. I can, I, let me work for you. He goes, let me, you know, by, by preparing the food and this and self and serving and, and cleaning up, let me help. And so he goes. Well, let me see, you know. So then he gives, he gives them uh, jobs, and then they, they get even closer, you know. Uh, but, but it's 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 like a nice 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 tender movie, you know. It's really and it's sad, like and it's a sad movie because it it doesn't end all that you know happy because it's real life, you know. It's not mm-hmm. a typical Hollywood ending. <laughs> definitely. So, definitely. You know, I can tell, it's, I'm I'm pretty proud of this, and it's so it's so current. I mean, I did another short uh, a few years back, 
that it deals with the Minuteman, and we shot that one in Arizona, and that one also won a lot of awards. That one, that got me the Best Actor Award from Film Festival, and it won a lot of you know awards, also cinematography and director and stuff. So it, I'm really proud. You know, sometimes you do the shorts that are really impactful, and um, mm-hmm. and they have a message, like you said, you know, the moral the, uh, message, and then it's just uh, it's very strong. Uh, another one that mm-hmm. they wanted people to wanted us to make it into a feature film, you know. But you know, you know how it is. Sometimes it, uh, they try to round round up everything, and stuff. it's really difficult to to first of all to get a feature film done. It's so so difficult, yeah. especially getting the money to 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 get everything together. Um, a lot of things have to lined up. You know, a lot of stars have to line up to to go ahead and get the the green light. You know. Definitely. But nobody when said I... that this business was easy, right? Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like I mentioned before already, guys, like this, this man right here, if you don't know from Arbonilla, go ahead and go to arbonilla.com, that's his website. If you know, search him up on IMDb. Este hombre tiene bastante en el cinturón. Así que, you know, and, and look, you know, he's still so proud of his work. He's so enthusiastic about speaking about his work, and um, he's still being recognized for it. And a lo mejor no lo ven en... en and look in Los Oscars and La Fonda Roja, but nunca sabe. But you know, you see him in other red carpets, and um, and it doesn't really matter, I guess, at, at what level, because you know we see the Oscars or whatever that's, that's lo máximo. Pero eso es that's that's the fancy you know, that that's the fancy part of 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 the you know of this industry. This is what um, I guess this the industry has made us believe that it is the best of the best. But um, there's a lot more under that, um, you know. And as filmmakers and um, and actors and stuff like that, I, getting recognized in all these different ways also matters. So, um, you know, Art, I congratulate you for, for you know all the awards and all and all the things you've been recognized for um, in your line of work. And um, and I wish you the best from here on out, especially with these all these um, Thank you very much, projects Sasha. that you have. Thank you very much. Out. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. So, um, Kiris, um, is there anything else you'd like to mention? Um, you know, say you, uh, I know you mentioned that you have this um, foreign land will be coming out soon. Um, Contrapelo, we spoke a lot about that. Obviously, it's going to be at the Las Vegas uh, Film Festival. Um, do you have anything else that you, that you'd like to mention? No, just real quick. Uh, the Last Dance, that that movie, uh, it's like like movie of the week. It's gonna come out also pretty soon, um, okay. probably next month or so. And uh, and Lola's Love Shack just got a deal. Also, it's gonna be like a Netflix, you know, coming out. That's a comedy. Um, oh, perfect. And also the same with Watercolor Postcards. They they had a deal distribution. Uh, so it, it's it's funny all those films that, that that we shot last year and you know like that they're all lined up and stuff. And it sounds like you know it's. it's it's, it's you know how this business is you you work and when it rains it pours you know and sometimes you have a yeah. dry spell and that's how this business is so other than that you know I'm really you know I'm, I'm happy and, and and I thank you very much for for uh, for the interview appreciate it uh, thank you um, Art Ivano I hope you had a good uh, past weekend Fourth of July yay and um, Ivano have a great Absolutely. summer <laughs> take care you too bye bye all right thank you bye. Je ne sais pas s'il en est de plus blonde, mais de plus belle, il n'y en a pas pour moi. Elle est vraiment toute la joie du monde, ma vie commence dès que je la vois. Et je fais oh, et je fais ah. 
c'est si bon de partir n'importe où, bras dessus, bras dessous, en chantant des chansons, c'est si bon de se dire des mots doux, des petits rien du tout, mais qui en disent long, en voyant notre mine ravie, les passants dans la rue nous envient, c'est si bon de guetter dans ses yeux un espoir merveilleux qui donne la frisson. C'est si bon, cette petite sensation, ça vaut mieux qu'un million, tellement, tellement c'est bon. Vous devinez quel bonheur est le nôtre, et si je l'aime, vous comprendrez pourquoi. Elle m'enivre et je n'en veux plus d'autre, car elle est toutes les femmes à la fois. Et elle fait oh, et elle fait ah, oh, c'est si bon de pouvoir l'embrasser. Et puis de recommencer à la moindre occasion, c'est si bon de jouer du piano. Tout le long de son dos Pendant que nous dansons C'est inouï Ce qu'elle a pour séduire Sans parler De ce que je ne peux pas dire C'est si bon Quand je la tiens dans mes bras De me dire que tout ça Uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in today to Art Bonilla's uh, interview. Uh, make sure to keep up with us at thefashionmarinashow.com, our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at Fashionmarina. Uh, if you have anything that you'd like to say to us through social media or just like to post about us, remember to use that hashtag, thefashionmarinashow. And uh, make sure to download that app on the Google Play Market and the BlackBerry World uh, App Store thing. Uh, Those slash minus are all. Thank you very much and goodbye.